Thanks for listening to the show. Join us online at playvolutionhq.com and learn how to support the show at explorationsearlylearning.com slash support. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather, how are you doing? I am doing great again. And about you? (laughs) You're always kind of asking as if there might be some real concern going on. Well, well, you know, it's spring here in Iowa. It was like 36 degrees. It must be like 40 below in Michigan. Um, So I'm I'm just worried about you. Yeah, well, luckily I love the snow, but we did have another couple inches of snow just two days ago. And then we had, I was going to visit a school for my new children's book. And I got in the car and then I got a phone call that they were, school was canceled in April for um, a snow day. <laughs> That's not what's supposed to happen in April. In April, they're supposed to cancel school because it's too hot because the school doesn't have air conditioning. Um, <laughs> That's what's supposed to happen in April. Those were the best days back in the day. So on my little note here about what we're talking about, it says we're talking about trusting other parents. Ooh, that is a scary topic. So let's jump into it, shall we? Yeah. Well, you know, this idea comes up because um, it depends what your family situation is, but a lot of times people are parenting not alone. They're parenting with somebody else in the lives of the kids. But even so, there's often one parent who kind of takes the lead in a lot of things, especially in the world of young children, whether it's babies or toddlers or preschoolers or even older kids. A lot of times there is one parent who's sort of the primary. And I've noticed both within our own family and watching other people that it can be hard for the primary person to step back and even give an inch to the other parent at times. (laughs) I mean, sometimes they just want relief or break or, or whatever. But other times, especially if you're in the same room, it can be very hard to let the other person just interact with the child their own way and that it might be different than yours. And that can be pretty terrifying for many very caring um, parents who are, are kind of nervous about this. Yeah, there are some people, I mean, I think this is just people in general. There are some people who need to be the boss of the room when they're in a room. And there are some people that have a hard time doing that. And, and, that can be a struggle for everybody involved at times, especially when there are children in in the mix. Yeah. And so, so, you know, it's, I think one thing is that, and a lot of times it's not always between dads and moms, but a lot of times dads do parent quite differently than the moms do. And sometimes it's how they play differently. They may be a little rougher, roughhousing type of thing. They might do kinds of play that the, the other parent would sort of shrink back from and wonder if it's okay and rush into rescue. Um, they may speak different tone of voice, different words, set different kinds of limits. Maybe they'll let the kids do anything or they'll let the kids do nothing. I mean, there's so many variations on this. And yeah, 
it's it can be very healthy if if you are in that situation where you're really the one who's in charge the most and i'm guessing you are because otherwise you wouldn't be the one listening to the podcast (laughs) (laughs) you know or you're the one reading the parenting books so Uh um i think it's a it's a step of trust that listen, this person is in your child's life for a reason. They're in your life for a reason. And they may do things differently, but it's okay. And your child will actually learn and grow so much by interacting with a different style. Kids can cope with different styles of parenting within the same family. It it can work fine. And in fact, that's how human beings go. You know, this teacher is this way. You can't get away with this with this teacher. And this teacher, everybody yeah. knows, you know, <laughs> you can chew gum in class. So it, every human is different and has different boundaries and limits and ways of interacting. And it's just, um, you can't shield kids from that. In fact, it's part of being human. So they're going to pick up and they're going to realize, oh, with dad, we do things this way or with grandma, uh-huh. we do things that way. Yeah. And, and I, we got to remember that that we human beings tend to be pretty resilient creatures, even even when we're very young. And so having to deal with with that that diversity in style, I guess, is what it, what it comes down to, is, is something kids are very adept at. Um, I mean, they want some consistency and continuity, but they tend to get that even when there are those, those divergent ways of, of doing the parenting between mommies and daddies or between grandma watching the kids and, and being at home with, with, with mom or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, also going away, I think I, I hear a lot of people say, well, I can't, you know, I can't go on a trip or I can't go here. I can't do this because I have young children. And, you know, that you do when you are raised, when you commit to raising children, you do need to be around a lot. That's part of the job. To <laughs> yeah, show up, <laughs> show up. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you actually have to be there every single second. Your child can exist without you. And this is a big deal for people. Um, I know people who don't hire babysitters because they can't possibly imagine having somebody else come and take care of their child. Um, Or they'll only use a family member. Or there's so Uh many stages of this. But it's okay. And your child will survive if you went out of town for the weekend. (laughs) You know, even if they're little, it's possible somebody else could take care of them. Um, uh, an, an, argue could, an argument could even be made. It might be good for everyone involved yes. if you uh, you did that periodically. Yes. Well, exactly. Um, <laughs> so from yourself, you might get a little break. You might get refreshed. You might you might have an adventure. Who knows what might happen to you? But it's bound to be different than if you were home with the kids again. Uh, my mom used to go away on um, retreats about I don't know, three or four times a year, and they were weekend retreats uh-huh. with her fellow preschool teachers. And I always dreaded these times. <laughs> you know, as a four-year-old, <laughs> oh, I mean, a weekend, that was interminably long because um, my dad was there. <laughs> and my dad, and um, I have a brother also, he he was totally capable you know he, he he could cook he could interact with us he could he was fun to play with all these sorts of things but he wasn't the primary caregiver and so there <laughs> he was wasn't this level mom. no he wasn't and there was a yeah. level of anxiety of you take away the person who your life orbits around and what's going to happen well 
different things happened. <laughs> and that's really good. And also when I see it, when I come back, you know, my mom was very insistent. She'd say, you're going to be fine and I will be back. And then she'd go. And I always thought, wow, she had a heart of steel just to leave us like that. <laughs> <laughs> but from the other point of view now, um, when I come back from, you know, a conference or speaking to early childhood or whatever the event is, I come back, I always see stark differences in that everybody's closer. You know, I, I uh -huh. see the relationships, the, the things that often, because um, I have a more flexible schedule, so I am primary uh, parent around here and my husband is not as home as much because he gets home later. Um, from work. And so I see things that normally he wouldn't even notice around the house or what the kids need. Suddenly he's in tune with, you know, uh -huh. or types of toys that get pulled out of the toy uh, cupboard when he was around. In fact, the Hot Wheels just came out this weekend. You know, the loop-de-loops. Oh, oh. The whole wow. living room is covered with Hot Wheels, <laughs> which is really fun. <laughs> um <laughs> So he was having a good time too, but it's the sort of thing that there's a, there's a closer relationship that comes by depending on somebody that you don't as often depend on, both from the kid's point of view and then from the, the parent point of view. So there's, yeah. maybe I didn't like it so much as a kid, but boy, is it good for everybody. Yeah, yeah. So Heather, tell me about this in in relationships in in households um, where there are are two parents. Um, there there is generally that dominant lead parent. In my life, that's usually been a mom version and a mom and dad family. But I, I'm 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 guessing this goes on in mom and mom households and dad and dad households and you know whatever whatever way you build a family and and that's cool. But what I what I hear in this dynamic sometimes is the the leader parent. I, I don't know what the a better term is is kind of upset and indignant at times that the other parent isn't stepping up and doing their part. Um, and I think this becomes part of that dynamic because in, in a lot of these situations I've, I've observed, it's, it's happening in part because that leader alpha parent isn't allowing it to happen. They're not biting their tongue or stepping back and, 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 and sharing the, the stage of parenting as much as they maybe right. uh, could slash should. Or welcoming or encouraging. Sometimes the other person yeah. needs a little encouragement and sometimes being absent really is the thing that will get the other one to step up. I mean, you know, you don't want to do this when you're, sometimes we get sick. So if you're sick, then you're definitely out of commission. The other person has to step up, but sometimes we have to kind of make ourselves be absent, you know, yeah. um, just put, maybe you're not going on a trip out of town, but you, you um, need to carve out some time where you are taking a walk or a run or whatever it is that you like to do, meeting a friend for coffee um, and going away because Sometimes it can be hard for the other person to get into their stride um, if there's always somebody in the room saying, no, we don't do it that way. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, how are you ever going to find your own style if there's somebody constantly harping on you? Yeah, so, yeah. If you if if you're getting if you're getting uh, cold shouldered or or scolded for not stepping up, but every time you try to step up, you're told you're doing it wrong. E eventually, you stop trying to step. Yeah, I mean. 
Yeah. So, it's, so it, 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 it is, it is what it, you said. It is partly the person who is, who is the alpha or whatever you want to call it. Um, making some space and um, uh, maybe not criticizing, you're not helping, but encouraging, um, you know, stepping back a bit and not saying things or allowing the other person to, to do things their own way. Um, it's nice to have some things you, you both agree on um, or not even just both. Let's say there's a lot of people raising these kids. You know, you've got grandma next door or whoever. You know, you want to agree yeah. on some basic things, but then you, there's a lot of latitude and leeway of how you individually interact. Yeah, yeah. And I think I, th I think the, I don't know, the beta, I, I don't, I'm, I'm thinking, now it's like we've turned into wolves. We're going to have but, a whole but alphabet. Being able to, yeah, I think there's a there's a book for you here, Heather. Um, the Alpha Parent. Um, have that that parent who isn't center stage so much, being able to to say, "Hey, I I I, I can do things, and they're going to be not the same way as you do them, and I'm still going to do them." is is probably a a useful thing too it goes i think of a lot of it flows back to the the last episode when we were talking about modeling we've got to in in our in our shared parenting experiences we've got to kind of model this this give and take of of method and 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 style with with each other and there's 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 need for some conversations and and and, and i mean probably uh, at times uncomfortable conversations because if they were easy, we'd already be having them and, and just, you know, let me, let me do it this way. And I know it's not your way, but it's still a way and everybody will be alive at the end of it. I mean, I, mm -hmm. <laughs> there's probably, probably better ways to say it than that, but I mean, it, it just having the conversation is, is a place to start. Yeah. And kids really get so much benefit out of different styles and getting the chance to interact with people that they might, you know, um, that they might not have a, a nurturing relationship. Maybe they have more of a play relationship with one person and that the other person ends up being the one who enforces the chores and all the other things. So, you know, spread it around. Give yourself some time to be the one who's the play person and let the other person do some nurturing or, you know, if the next time they need a Band-Aid, well, don't you be the one to rush. Give the Band-Aid back to somebody else who may not always be in that role because there's so many different uh, golden opportunities for kids to develop deeper ties with people if they're allowed to have different levels of relationship with the people around them. Yeah, yeah, and you could this whole conversation we've had. You can, if if you're working in a early learning setting, you can totally strip off the titles of of parent and and make them coworker or or lead teacher and assistant teacher or whatever it is in your classrooms because that 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 dynamic exists in early learning centers um, all over the place where there's kind of the the lead taker and the 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 not the mm -hmm. not that person and so those relationships exist there too and I think it's 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 pretty much the exact same thing and how you how you relate and how you maybe need to bite your tongue and step back once in a while and and uh, and know that there are different ways of doing things and and that 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 that, that that's okay yeah and it makes an impact on kids I mean I remember even from when I was say four or five I would had lots of nightmares and. I would always wake up screaming, mom, you know, and I remember one time my dad came to me and I said to him, you're not mom. <laughs> and he said, no, I'm dad, but dad can take care of you too when you're scared. 
And I, this was, I mean, you know, it's the middle of the night, it's 2 a.m. and you just woken from a nightmare. This is not necessarily clear thinking time. But his his voice was calm and he said that Uh and, you know, I've always remembered it. Um, Because, yeah, my my mom was the one who mostly got up in the night with me. But sometimes dad would and he was sending that message with his actions and his words that, yeah, you know, Uh dads can can take care of you too when this happens. Oh, okay. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. Anything else you want to throw into this one before we wrap it up, Heather? No, but if if it sounds as if this is you, that you're having a little hard time letting go and stepping back, uh-huh. just give it a try this week. Do something different. And, you know, you can warn your other parenting partner that this is about to happen. <laughs> or not, <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> but yeah. give, give it a try. I think there'll be a lot of richer, richer relationships because of it. Uh- I think that's good advice. Before we wrap up, I want to. I, I need some assistance from our listeners. Um, I have seen on the internet that um, these two things exist in the world now, Heather. I don't know if you know this. Bob Ross energy drinks. Huh? And Bob Bob Ross, the painter from PBS. I have no Bob idea. Bob Ross energy. You never knew he like they he painted he painted the happy little trees on uh, on PBS for and I mean he's been dead for years and the show is still on and so there's Bob Ross energy drinks and Bob Ross cereal exist now um, uh, I, I I can't believe you don't know who Bob Ross is um, you got to are Google you trying to get me to buy breakfast cereal what, what's going no, on I'm here? trying to. No, this is this is a totally weird thing. I'm trying to get listeners if they have tried either of these products. I need to know what they're like because I will never try these products. But the fact they exist brings me great joy, and I just wanted to hear from somebody who tried them. Uh, and so maybe one of our listeners said, and 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 somebody send Heather a link to Bob Ross painting a happy little tree, um, because it will delight you, Heather. He's he's just such a a chill guy. Um, this. <laughs> This has been the Renegade Rules Podcast. We will be back with uh, more episodes very soon. Go out and uh, be a happy little tree, just like Bob Ross would want you to be. Uh, That's a weird way to end up. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.